Hi, Internet. Hey, Internet. Coming to you live from the big one in Vancouver. Dale's house is shaking. Yeah, we're going to fall into the ocean. Shelf's going <laughs> to snap off. We're all going to die. Well, death <laughs> is imminent. Let's go. I mean, if I had to die, there's nothing I'd rather do than be podcasting with you, Derek. Yeah, you died. You died as you lived. Our Fucking women would be so upset. They'd be so toxic. jealous we died together. And they're just doing shitty work on their computers. Yeah, or whatever it is. Because mine's my woman isn't working right now. So my I don't think woman. She's, my woman. Mine is working. Hey, Derek's back. I'm back. Back again. Finally, he's back. I can't remember the words. <laughs> so bad at rap. Um, first pod back since having your preemie baby. So tell us about it. Uh, I had a baby. Would you I, recommend I, the experience? I didn't have a uh, no. I'd probably avoid like just steer clear of the whole thing if you can. Negative two uh, yelps on having a premature if baby. If you're able to, you know <laughs> the the baby's been doing good, and we've received a lot of really excellent care. But uh, yeah, he looks fat now, which is good. oh, he's fat. He's fat as shit. Which is yeah. like he was so. Uh, for those, I don't know if there's anyone who listens to this podcast who doesn't follow me on social media, but just in case you don't. Do you hear those screaming children now? No, Derek. Oh my God, they're so fucking Do loud. Do you hear the Is children, my, Clarice? My house haunted. The Does nobody else screaming. hear these screaming children? Um, <laughs> it sets my, the mood uh, quite nicely for telling us about your baby. It does, yeah. Because one day my baby too will be a fucking obnoxious screaming child in the neighborhood. Now you're uh, two. My wife gave birth uh, to a baby twelve weeks early uh what at the beginning of august i guess yeah and while we were in salmon arm visiting my parents and basically since then it's been a whirlwind a whirlwind a whirlwind of uh uh nicus and different hospitals and the baby moving around and slowly slowly progressing to the point where they think he's going to be able to come home in the next couple weeks hopefully uh which of course to me, I was like, oh, it's a fucking perfect time to go back to podcasting. <laughs> yeah, Makes right sense. before you get a baby in your house. Oh, so should we talk about doing the dad pod now? Because I'm, we, yeah, I'm also you, pregnant. Have you announced that on the podcast yet? I think so. Yeah. Oh, well, oh you just announced it without cool, Dale. No, you I was just it, like, hey, oh, I'm but... having a baby. It wasn't ever. I don't know. It's like it's weird because I don't do fanfare. And like on Twitter, I was like, yeah, we're having a baby. And then I never like, I haven't officially announced it on Facebook. And Andrea was like, do you want to do like a photo announcement thing? I'm like, yeah, but then I have to talk to everybody about it. I would rather just do it over the podcast where I don't hear people screaming in excitement back at me. I guess, but it's but yeah. just, you got to do the post on Facebook, right? Twitter is like, yeah not many people from your actual like real life probably that's true follow you on twitter so if you want like I mean, actual relatives you and jeff and neil are the only ones really i see off twitter in real life yeah it's better that way yeah yeah but yeah we should totally start a, a dad pod yeah man dad pod outrage the, the dad daddery. Pod. outrage daddery <laughs> it's right it's <laughs> right outrage there. fatherly outrage fatherly's good that's close to factory. Well, we'll workshop it. Yeah. I mean, we can still talk about current <laughs> events and just what's going on with the babies. But through the lens, through the lens of dads instead of whatever. I don't know if people can handle how much wisdom we're going to have because you're going to be double dad. I'm well, double you dad. Are double dad. I'm going to be single dad. We're going to have like three degrees of dad wisdom. That's why I feel like I was really robbed of my chance because, like, the second kid, you get to be all fucking blase about it and just mm. like, yeah, whatever, go climb on that pile of knives, and you only, <laughs> you only cut yourself once because yeah. the first kid, you're like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing, and then the second time, you get to be more chill. But now I don't get to be more chill because I have a fucking preemie baby, so it's just been like tons of anxiety. And then even after he gets out, he could be like, um, you know, his immune system won't be that great and he could have 
uh, some kind of disability that we won't know about for years, possibly. Like he likes to read or something? What? That's not. That's he that's an books. ability. You're Gail. just gonna have a. Nerd that's not baby. a disability. <laughs> that's just an ability. He's gonna be like disability books. to reading books. Get <laughs> <laughs> loaded disability. And since he's um, a freebie, he won't be able to climb on knives. He'll just have to get like paring knives. Yeah like little little baby knives um so we but yeah i, I think it's cool that we're gonna, in hot. i think we're gonna have kids uh it's gonna be cool that we have kids that are relatively close to the the yeah man age. it's gonna be dope they better not be dope i was gonna say one better mine better not be a girl and they date but i guess they could also date if they're both boys you could do words you would you in would date we live in we would you would we date if if one of us was a girl. If we had to start over, we date. Twenty five years in the past. If we had to start over, who would be the girl? Who would be a better girl, me or you? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm more sensitive, so I would definitely have bigger tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Okay, I'll I'd give you the edge. Thicker body, but I would probably give be you a the chubby edge. chick. And then you would just have to deal with me like whining about how I'm always like not able to eat food it's like oh. what i should be now where i just like doesn't matter what i eat i'm chubby but i don't care because i'm a dude yeah and I already it's great it, so i'm like whatever it's great accomplish although i gotta say like the bossy the bossy the body fuck you can tell i'm out of practice i can't say words the the body positivity movement with women is is gaining some like i think women just need to get to the point where they care as little about their bodies as men do I don't know because they're kind of pulling all the slack because dudes are just garbage you can't and the only nice amount i keep of my body is because i'm shamed by women and i try to attract them and if they just give that up and just let us go we're gonna be like in wally that would be me without the influence of women i would be the yeah but that's it from wally then that's a double step you can't be like yo women i'm gonna put it on you to make sure at least like one of the sexes is attractive i'm not saying they have to i'm just saying if it wasn't for women i would be way less attractive because i wouldn't care so if they weren't holding me to the wait, wait, sub wait, 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 little wait. standard they hold me to. well i was gonna say do you do you care currently is this well, is yeah this because you? i'll be like is this you caring yes yeah this is me caring andrea <laughs> won't let me leave the house in soft pants anymore She's for like, real just at least put on pants and i'm like but I don't wanna. Yeah, like I'll like have a hoodie and jogging pants on. I'm like, all right, let's go. And she's like, you're not wearing that out. Like, dude, for real? For real. Dude, I'd say like, wear the soft pants. She's got a bun that she's she's not fucking going anywhere. You could wear <laughs> you could wear cargo pants. What's she gonna do about it? Put all her stuff in my pockets. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I like, I'm wearing jeans right now, but it's just timing because I had to go to my lawyer's office today. Oh, um, I have a lawyer. Oh, I have a lawyer. What do you have to go uh, to your lawyer's office for? To pick up. So, uh, my ex and I finally, uh, I don't know if we should talk about this on that settlement. I'm not going to disclose any terms, but it's oh, like okay. five years, five years post separation. We have finally reached a separation agreement. Well, that so was that, quick. That that concluded <laughs> I like, today. I like how you've been married for over a year, and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> you, I'm separated from my ex." <laughs> finally, uh, at least you were never married. So that's finally fucking done. Where they like make in Canada, where the, if you're married, they you basically make, are separated though separated for a year. It's if you like, if you uh, in Canada, the the common law laws are very common law. Uh, in that, like, if you live together with a partner for a year, you're basically like in the eyes of the law, you're fucking, you're married. Yeah, common law. Six months, isn't it? Derek's internet just froze. So it's just me. So me and Andrea are actually like legally, technically, taxes wise married because for her to get my benefits, she had to uh go on her tax i guess it's once you make your taxes on your taxes once you say you're common law then it's like you're common law common law like it's a real big 
it's like officially official. Well, even then, if you if you and Andrew went and like if you bought a car together, yeah, not even together. If you buy a car, if you Dale buys a car after you and Andrea have lived together for a year, if Mm -hmm. you split up, she's entitled to half of that car legally. It's basically like you're married. Good luck. It's a standard. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't going to drive it. That's not a dunk on women in general. My girlfriend can't drive standard. So, Yeah, but also women in general (laughs) can't do that. I wonder if Becky watches this podcast because she drives a stick. Oh, yeah. She drives. I think I I think I learned to drive stick in Becky's car. Mm. Mm. She's a teacher now. I think she goes by Rebecca. Hmm. Well, it's a good uh, thing she doesn't watch this. Yeah, I don't think she ever would. She got a lifetime of listening to us in uh, yeah. in high school. So. She she got the fucking organic version when we were <laughs> dumber and louder twenty years ago. Uh, but anyway, that was so. I'm wearing jeans today, but like other than that, thinking back, I haven't worn even just putting these on today. I was like, fuck, this is so uncomfortable. Oh, they are and like, so uncomfortable. I used to be a guy who took pride in his appearance and like dressed i i felt like i dressed pretty well like overdressed most of the time probably. yeah you did uh and now i'm like fucking wearing the same pair of sweatpants for a week straight uh oh my and God. It's i like, think i th- and not only was it that pant jeans got uncomfortable but i think they perfected jogging pants because there's so much like thinner and more lightweight now than they used to be yeah they're so comfy they're fucking amazing and they even have jogging pants that look like regular pants yeah you could there was uh what was it oh we went out for jared's birthday and like uh there was a dude there who was talking about lululemon some abc pants i think yeah uh, which are super fucking comfortable but he was like he was like, like oh like 150 bucks they are because they're Lulu. <laughs> but, but there's probably like a knockoff on amazon That's somewhere true. but he was like he was like i wore a pair of these pants to your brother's wedding and i was like what and he's like yeah and i just had no idea <laughs> they're so fucking comfortable and formal enough that you can wear them to a hipster wedding in uh calgary Alberta. that's actually pretty amazing yeah there you go i might have to look into it what it might be worth 150 dollars to have fancy jog soft pants. were we talking about we haven't been talking about anything this is like still the preamble to the podcast oh i also wanted to say uh thank you to you dale and all of our guest oh. hosts who uh carried the the fucking Fuck them it's all me carried the show they they did a pretty good job i tuned in for some of them oh, some of them some of them i didn't but mm, uh right. yeah thanks thanks guest host thanks dale for yes, keeping, thank you very much that guest host. i guess i have to be nice otherwise they'll never do it next time you go down and... <laughs> there is not going to be okay so there was like uh the spinal injury yeah. and then this and i'm not having babies or exercising anymore so like what else <laughs> what else could fucking happen that's true that's I mean, it maybe you'll be too busy i mean when we have dad pod we can just have our babies on us with the pod because I know Andrea's already been like, I don't know if you're going to have enough time to be the pod. And I'm like, sure. Oh, she's already trying to. Yeah, she's no, trying to of course run away in. Babies. Here's the fun thing about babies. And we yeah. can start our dad content right now. I'm the down. fun thing about babies is that they sleep like 18 hours a day. And they only wake up periodically to eat or titties. Yeah, that's, that's literally all they do. So you'll have like ample time to podcast probably more time to podcast mm. uh because you'll good. be staying home all the time with a l- fucking little potato that just sleeps lots so mm. yeah nice 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 all right you want to get to uh you want to talk I, about I, actual I, stuff yeah i have to head to the hospital to visit uh my potato and yeah. well, i guess we got some time we got, we got like time. an hour maybe are you do you're hard out at 7 30 or do you want to we we got some time yeah uh, probably like a soft i'll be i'll i'll be soft soft out at 7 15 oh i want to start off with a little update from last week a little touchback on the fish cheaters did you see that part no i did not so there was this um it, it was called the loot thing it was oh, i can't remember what it stands for here i'll look up the article um but uh excuse me it was a fishing tournament in ohio 
where they like caught fish and these two guys who they thought were going to win had shoved lead weights oh, yeah. and I heard this fish story. play in the in, and we were like talking about it last week because there's a video about them freaking out well now they've been charged with a crime with a crime is uh, that the, illegal yeah it's illegal to cheat derek no it's not at all yeah it is uh, it's like more morally wrong but you oh, can't loot stands for lake erie walleye tournament our lake erie walleye trail tournament so it's a loot tournament and the loot <laughs> First prize is $28,760, which is a weird number, but I'm not going to get hung up on it. But um, they've been charged. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Uh, what have they been charged? Oh, indicted on charges of attempted grand theft and other counts. Wait, did they win? No, they were at the weigh-in. And it never said why, but the judge was like, hmm. And we were joking about how it just probably felt all lumpy because they had lead balls in it like this big, just stuffed inside the fish. So the judge sorry, started did, cutting did they, it open. Did they feed the fish? No, like, balls? I guess after it's, this is my guess. I don't actually know. I'm not a fish scientist, but my guess is like fish is just like a tube to their stomach. So I imagine after they caught it, they just fucking stuffed it. it down there with their finger keep this child friendly with their finger and then like rolled up other fish pieces and just shoved them in and then maybe <laughs> but yeah that's my I guess i don't know that that's illegal though they like they cheated in a contest oh, it's definitely illegal they're no, gonna be charged not... with grand theft yeah but they didn't so here's the thing i have trouble with is they didn't actually steal anything because they didn't win a prize. It's not like they took the money. Oh, no. They they won last year. Oh. And Yeah, because they won last. And they don't know if they cheated last year or not and just didn't get caught. But they had won like hundreds of thousands of dollars because they had won a couple tournaments. And they won like a boat and they got sponsors and stuff. Okay, but this is like. So the Houston Astros, to bring up a sports example cheated they should have been charged but they weren't charged no nobody was charged with an actual crime it was just people lost their jobs as rightfully so uh and yeah. it will forever be a black mark on the the history of their sports franchise but like was an actual crime committed if you cheat yeah cheating is a crime I, that's not i say crime a, happened is they, cheating they tried to crime. steal and got caught I would. Oh, this adultery. What? That well, I was like, is cheating a crime? <laughs> and, and not thinking that that is the kind of cheating it would. Uh... Honestly, if you cheat at um, a tournament or like, yeah, I consider it stealing because you're cheating in order to falsely win something erroneously. Is cheating stealing. Is cheating stealing? But anyway, so that's that's up with those fish. All right. Well, thanks for the update. Yeah. I don't think it's crime. Okay. <laughs> I think if you if you want to go out there and you want to cheat your way to whatever, and it seems like such a fucking small. How much did they win? Twenty eight thousand dollars. They were gonna win twenty eight thousand dollars, but they won like boats and sponsorships, and this is like in the fishing world. I guess it's a big deal because people were pissed. Did you watch the video? No. The video is like the only time I've ever been entertained by fishing. It's amazing. <laughs> I put the video in last week's show notes. So go look there if you want to okay. see it. It's just like people screaming at them. It's great. I probably won't do that. Okay. Do you want, do you want to look at more stuff about the fish thing or do you want to move on? Let's move on. Let's to... move on to this week's news. Yeah. Oh, wow. do this I is thought a nice it segue. sounded like you were setting up for a dope segue, so I didn't <laughs> I want to step was. on it. <laughs> I had no idea this is even uh, another kind of theft. Yeah. Or not theft. Yeah. Overemployment. Oh my God. Overemployment bugs me so much. So I was listening to a podcast and they were like, it was the Jimmy Dore show. And I don't think they got what overemployment was. They were, they thought that people, were honestly working two jobs. So he was like, people are working 16 hours a day. And it's like, no, that's not what overemployment is. Overemployment 
is when you have a job and you're remote working and you fuck off half the day. So you get another job and you work both jobs and get paid for both jobs, but you only half-ass both of them. What do you think about overemployment? Uh, I think so. Here, here's the thing. Like we've all moved to remote work now. Not we all. Some of us like. Not this guy. I yeah. don't have pajama job privilege. Not people who do physical labor, yeah, uh, but guys like me who can wear the same pair of sweatpants for seven mm -hmm. days straight. Uh, so we've all moved to remote work. And I think a fact in the uh, tech industry is that. You don't work full days. Everybody well, knows okay. it. You okay. guys should be trying to keep the secret. You okay. should be like, yeah, I work eight hours from home. Definitely. I don't fuck around at all. Like, but I don't yeah. think there are many people in tech, even in the office, even when we were going into offices, I yeah. don't know that there were a lot of people in tech. Like, you're, you're working. Yeah. And you're getting lots done. Like, I don't work eight hours straight at work. I fuck around, too. Well, that's but I a, have you, to go you're not somewhere. like you're not punching a clock. You're not like meticulously tracking your time. You're not accounting for every minute. Uh, and there is a lot of like not even fuck around, but I would say like a lot of the shit I do at work is not directly related to output. It's related to uh, almost the like keeping up of, of, of appearances of work, like it's endless fucking work zoom meetings yeah it does feel that way sometimes so i think these guys what they were able to do and kudos to them like if you're able no. to do this fucking why not like they if you have the drive to do this the fact absolutely. that this is like a well-known thing now is gonna fuck over remote working i don't think it will because somebody here's the thing took of, advantage and spoiled it he, here's the thing about remote working is that even if you have a handful of employees that are putting in four hours a day for you and four hours a day for another company or whatever the fuck the split mm -hmm. is. It is still cheaper for employers to allow that to happen than it is for them to pay for an office. That's and em employers do not give a fuck about. They might care about those other things. But the thing that will always matter most to them is the bottom line. And the bottom line is if option A is costing us say $100,000 a year and option B, which is having office space and forcing everyone to come in and then like providing all the benefits of an office so that we can hire people to work in that office mm -hmm. is costing them $750,000 a year, they're gonna roll with option A. Like I don't think I don't think remote work is going anywhere, even if even if they find out that people are working one hour a day and fucking around for the other seven or working somewhere else for the other seven, because it's still cheaper than maintaining an office. That's true. But the problem was overworking got kind of got found out and publicized because it was happening in like the uh, computer coding industry and guys were missing their project deadlines and shit because they were half-assing both so they weren't so it was like they were missing their target times and stuff so then they actually were getting like written up and stuff at work so i like i don't okay maybe i came down on it too hard before but if you're still like making all your targets and you're not falling behind on work then yeah go ahead nobody's gonna care but it's just like if you're gonna do shit like this make sure you're able to pull it off type of deal yeah like you should absolutely still be contributing if if you're doing this and you're just shitting the bed at both of the job like both of your employers have every right to fucking fire you if yeah. you're not doing the job you were hired to do but if you can find a way to like cut out the busy work and the unnecessary shit and just work like solid hours doing the job you were hired to do in some cases both jobs you were hired to do <laughs> then then why not like there's a limited we all have a limited amount of time on this earth and if these guys want to like double up working 
and earn twice as much money for 10 years and then retire, I'd say more power to them. Yeah. And the crazy thing too, was a lot of people are like turning this out. They're like, Oh, with inflation, I need to work two jobs to make things buy. No, you fucking, but, but the, the example I saw with the coders or whatever was the guy was working two, 300 K a year job. So he was getting $600,000. And it's like, that wasn't to deal with inflation. That was, no, he was just being greedy. These aren't, you didn't work at a McDonald's and then you picked up a job in like retail. Like that mm-hmm. is a job that would be affected by inflation. If you have, if you were <laughs> a, a software engineer, you don't need a second job to deal with inflation. Mm-hmm. They're already probably paying you more based on inflation because they have to, because the software engineering market is so fucking competitive. They know that you could jump ship and go somewhere else. So there's probably like a cost of living increase yeah. built into your contract that they will pay you. You you don't need that to deal with inflation. You're yeah. doing it because you want to retire in 10 years. Plus it's like, if you're kind of half-assing it, you're kind of taking a job away from someone else who maybe is suffering, who wants to like be a software engineer and can't because you're working two jobs, but. Well, it's fucking weird because like what, six months ago, everyone was like, ah, oh, fuck. There's like, this fucking like wasteland of talent and we can't hire people fast enough and everyone's like quiet quitting and that's a fucking problem and now they're like oh fuck like these guys are working not just one job but two and that's a problem and it's like employers shut the fuck up like if you have employees (laughs) who are willing to work for you and they're getting the work done that you need them to then like the, what the fuck are you complaining about? Like the, the days where people signed up to be indentured servants for 40 hours a week for 40 years before yeah. they retired and took a little plaque at the end of their service. Those are gone. Only like those days are never years, coming back imagine? or whatever the, yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm never going to retire personally. I will probably work until I die. Not because Dude, I choose we're gonna to podcast till we drop. Right. That's fine. This is, this isn't a job. Oh, I wanted to um, also say, yeah, like what you were saying where the employers are like, oh, we can't find anybody at all, whatever. We're stretched so thin. And then in that case, yeah, maybe someone's working two jobs to help out the employer. And if they're getting it done, then yeah, whatever, Go, go balls to the wall. And this quiet quitting thing, I have a major problem with that because you're not quiet quitting. You're doing your fucking job. If they don't pay you to care more, then why would you like nobody can you explain because i kind of missed the whole fucking quiet like i just know it was a thing that a lot of people were uh generally making fun of but like it quite like it turned out it was like people weren't being ambitious it was like people were like oh this is all i'm getting paid for so this is all the work i'm gonna do is basically people stopped going above and beyond and working like answering emails at home and stuff they're like if you're not gonna pay me extra i'm not gonna work extra which you shouldn't have been doing anyway yeah why is like, that a, why is that a problem it's not it's just it's just this dumb thing that like uh bosses were trying to say was bad and that's why everybody was making fun of it they're like this isn't quiet quitting that's not a thing we're just doing what you pay us for it's like because it was it was kind of like when there was like the labor shortage or whatever and people were like well we can't we're stretched so thin we're just not going to care and we're not going to put in the extra time and then it was also like when people were home from covid and remote working and stuff they're like oh yeah it is nice to spend time with your family all these disney movies were right i'm not gonna like answer business calls like i said before do emails over the weekend and stuff so it was like yeah, it was in my opinion, the term quiet quitting is bullshit because you're just doing your job. Doing the job you were hired to do. Yeah. yeah. And this like um this belief that that people should be working uh outside of regular business hours and always answering emails. And this is like a relatively recent development. Like I think mm-hmm. this is something that's come along with like hustle culture in like the past what? Like five to ten years, maybe. Yeah, I'd say definitely younger than smartphones because once everybody got smartphones because like 10 years ago even maybe some people didn't have access to the internet and computers all the time maybe 15 or whatever but as soon as every like everybody like the p- 
people were saturated with smartphones and there was no reason you couldn't answer emails wherever you were. I think that's when it started. And then it was just like, I think what happened was people didn't, it was like boiling a frog where it happened so slowly. People didn't realize all the extra work and how much more they were doing until everything stopped with COVID. And then people were like, holy shit, I was doing too much. I don't want to do that anymore. And that's why people like are insisting on staying at home with like remote work and stuff. And then that's kind of when it's like, I think quiet quitting just got to the forefront like a year ago. But like you said, the hustle culture and like gig economy and all those dumb buzzwords started. Like I would say about the gig five economy. Yeah. And the, like, yeah, I think uh, employers were kind of counting on that sort of thing to happen mm-hmm forever and for them to be able to like leverage people's their employees uh ambition and turn them into you know fucking human work batteries that they could get 60 hours a week out of instead of just the standard 40 hours a week and now that Mm -hmm. it's not panning out for them they're coming up with dumb bullshit like quiet quitting (laughs) and overemployed yeah uh, to, to try and counter that but like shit's shit's changed and like i'm very much in favor in all of this because in a way it's workers rights right like it's like without the need of a union it's just like collectively people are deciding hey like the system that we had wasn't really that fucking great for workers so like we're gonna do shit on our terms now and employers can either like play along or fucking eat shit and die Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like it became a worker's economy instead of an employer's economy. And it was like, as soon as employers were like, oh, we can't find workers, workers were like, really? And yeah, they're like, yeah, so it makes sense. They twirled their little mustaches. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, I'm the villain now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know who else is back to work? Oh, wait, are we done talking about quiet quitting and yeah, I, th- I think that was stupid it. buzzwords for work? Okay. That's all I had to say. Okay, you know who else is back to work? Who, Dale? Tom DeLong is back with Blink-182. I guess they squashed their beef. Why did he leave the group? Uh, I thought it was to, like, fucking chase aliens or some shit. Well, he didn't had he? Angels and Airwaves first, didn't he? They had he a did. couple albums. Well, okay, so I thought, and maybe I would not, like, how fucking long has he been gone for? Like, 10, 20 years? I think they said 10? eight years. Ah, okay. So, like, 10 years. Yeah. Because he had, like, Boxcar Racer back in the day, didn't he? Sure. I didn't know that was Tom DeLong. Like, was that his sideband before when oh, he was still with Blink-22? Boxcar racer. Like I thought was... he, he didn't get along with the band, it and that's Tom. why he left. It was Tom. Well, I thought he left because uh no, I, he did, did definitely get way too into aliens and start um oh my god, why can't I think of this? The fuck. Why did to the stars Tom academy? Go? So what happened was apparently Tom DeLong, when they were on their fucking bus going somewhere, he thought he saw a UFO or he maybe did see a UFO for real. And he got super obsessed with UFOs to the point where he spent most of his money, which is probably why he's back with the band actually. Most likely. But um, he started to the stars Academy and he's actually the reason that we had UFO disclosure a couple months ago, because the favor video or that was probably like a year or two ago now, but like the Tic Tac video and the Go Fast video and the Gimbal video, I think those were the three. Those were all released because To The Stars Academy put them out in the public eye. And then the government was like, yeah, yeah, okay, these are real. So you can, you can all thank Tom DeLong for making aliens more at the forefront and the government willing to disclose it. And my favorite Tom DeLong thing was when he was talking about his album from Angels and Airwaves. And he just, he said, I'm just trying to make the world better one song at a time. And I was like, that is the most douchey thing ever to say. And I was like, but I mean, if well, you're, a musician, when you're like, you should be wanting to make the world better. Yeah. But like a pop punk musician, like, how are you? I like anyway, Angels and Airwaves. 
apparently he abruptly quit the band in 2015 to focus on uh quote unquote non-musical endeavors which i gotta mm-hmm. assume means chasing aliens yeah to the stars academy i think he thought he was become gonna become a bazillionaire with that i thought i think he was probably like there's a lot of money in ufos and it's like no there isn't there's a huge money sink in it is is there though well, he's back with Blink-182. So oh, no, obviously... there's definitely a huge money. I don't know how you would look at that unless you're like, I'm going to be the person who finds irrefutable evidence of this yeah. and then sell that. And the thing like, with, you know I, mean? I think the thing with UFOs is like, unless you get some like, bona fide bona fide proof like that you could touch bona fide people are just going to be like yeah yeah whatever i've seen videos before i've seen pictures before it's all like give me irrefutable proof that aliens exist and then i will give you money even with irrefutable proof i feel like right now like there would be it would just be people divided on these lines of like there's been irrefutable proof for a lot of things and climate change is a great fucking example actually there's like that's way less sexy i would rather an alien it is but there's like even with irrefutable proof half well no significantly less than half but like a very vocal group of people is uh is just so i don't think irrefutable proof like an alien could come down and there would just be uh fucking like endless internet posts about how this was a conspiracy uh, yeah but i th- i'm gonna have to push back a bit because climate change is a bad example because i don't think people don't believe it i think people are like fuck climate change is real but if i make all this money i would have to stop making all this money to address climate change so i'm just going to be willfully ignorant about climate change i don't think it's like this like if people found out i think there that's was aliens, true of the people that's definitely true of the people pushing the narrative that climate yeah. change isn't real but there are people out there who aren't making money off of it they're just like i think it's more average... they don't want to feel guilty or give the lib the libs their I mean, day I don't, I don't fucking feel guilty about any of that shit yeah but you don't deny climate change like the people who deny climate change and aren't making money off it like hypercapitalists, like you say i think deep down they're like we fucked up the earth and i am not going to make any changes or or it's like a denial like if you admit climate change is real, that means the world's going to die and it's going to be a terrible place for your kids and your grandkids. I mean, I don't, I don't make any changes and I still don't feel guilty. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I still drive a gasoline powered car and I buy fucking a lot, awful lot of clothes that go to waste and like support the shitty fast, fast fashion industry. And like, yeah. I barely even recycle half the time because it's so much fucking work. And I operate under the belief that it all goes into the same fucking landfill. There's nobody yeah, recycling yeah, this shit. They put it in different parts of the landfill and that makes a difference, Derek. And they put the okay. plastic over here and the compost over here <laughs> so sure. that it makes, <laughs> but I no, I'm with you. Like I kind of low key, like they're like the world's going to change from climate change and low key. I'm like, is it that bad? Like I'm like so what the like bigger hurricanes on the east coast and like it gets hot so I can wear shorts halfway through October. Okay, so yeah, well, I was gonna say the hurricane on the east coast. Like, so Kate's family owns a uh, house in Key West and a home on oh, the I Jersey feel Shore. So bad. Okay, they so own a wait, house in paradise. But, but in the on the same day, their house in Key West was flooded by the hurricane passing through there. And the house on the Jersey Shore was flooded. And this was like oh like ocean water, like storm surge coming in and like water up like six feet in their fucking house Damn. in two in both of their homes. So like there's a lot of people affected by that. Hey, and how about this? Buy a house in Pacific Coast Paradise, Kate's <laughs> family. I know you're watching why. this. I was like, you should you should move to the West Coast probably because mm-hmm. uh or get a third house. You already have two. Here, have all we have to worry West, about. On the Jersey all Shore. we have to worry about is a fucking earthquake, and that's not that's not going to be precipitated. That's Climate change happen. isn't going to make earthquakes more likely to happen. Actually, no, that doesn't. 
actually, Wait, as can you can have crust liquefaction trigger. as the earth heats up. Okay, the how crust hot? gets a little more. It's happening in Japan. That's why Japan's getting so many earthquakes. The no. crust gets a little thinner and more seismically active. Can climate affect earthquakes? Although, you know what's fucking bizarre? Have you heard of cr like sudden crust displacement? No. It's like, so you know how the world's like turning or whatever, and then the inside... Wait, is this real or is this a conspiracy theory? It's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's, it's one example to what <laughs> happened to Atlantis. So okay. what they're thinking happened was that somehow, like as the Earth's turning, for some reason, it kind of, the outside skipped and the magma ball in the middle kept turning. So they're thinking that it just went like, Burr! and that's like, um, they're thinking that like, what is at the North Pole now used to be like where we are and where we are used to be on the North Pole. So it like shifted like that. Like so super like, fast? Yeah. So like this is North America and this is the Antarctic. So they're saying it used to be up like this. So North America was on top. And then as it was turning, like it just kind of went like whoop and turned. Okay. Yeah. And they're thinking that. So that's one of the um, theories on why Atlantis would be at the North Pole was because mm. it used to be as temperament, like as temperate as we are right now. Okay. So that could happen because anyway, Tom DeLong's back in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it could. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's definitely going to happen, but if that happens, then we would be worse than Kate's parents because our house, well, I guess everybody's houses all over the world would be fucked if that happened. Yes. <clears throat> I got nothing to add there. Don't, <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> do we have anything else on Blink-182 other than uh, them reuniting and, and selling fucking tickets for $200 a pop? Yeah. For their, I, I'm going, by the way. Are you? I bought, I bought tickets, yeah. I fucking, I don't know what happened. Before I loved concerts, but now I'm like, oh, there's too many people there. I don't want to. I'm like, well, I think I just hate people now. COVID I started getting back people. into it uh, this year. Well, I went to, and like more arena rock shows, because I guess that's just like the age I am now. But we went to Machine Gun Kelly with Noah. Yeah. Uh, and then we went, uh, Kate and I went to Alanis Morissette and Garbage, uh, which is pretty mm -hmm. fucking dope, actually. Mm -hmm. uh and uh then this one will be another arena and then i went to like one punk show i think at like a shitty little punk club we went to oh you guys went to punk we and went to cake. you took oh and cake and, that fucking, was and then there were down. these other concerts that i had lined up and then my fucking baby had to come <laughs> three months early so i missed punk and drublick you took my ticket for that yeah. and i missed cake yeah so we went to cake and it was like it was it was kind of shitty because I was like, oh, it's seating. That's awesome. But it was like folding chairs attached to each other and they're just all too close to each other. And then it was like too loud for Andrea. So we got up, but we went to the stands at the back. Uh, Punk and Droblick was all like, it was kind of cool because it was at the Agri not the Agriplex, uh, whatever, some that place in Abbotsford by the airport. That place in Abbotsford. Like, yeah. And that was pretty cool because it was just like a big hall. But it was just like so many people and stuff. And it's like I used to go to the gigs and like smaller concerts all the time when I was in my early 20s when like we worked at the Nerve and I'd write about it and stuff. And it's like I could probably do arena shows where you sit down. That sounds a lot better. But yeah. not for $200. That's just ludicrous. No. I wouldn't even pay $200 to see ludicrous. <laughs> nice one. Can you tell I'm going to be a dad? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, do you want to? Uh, did you see this meta thing that took this? Like, I don't even know if this made the news radar for everybody, but meta took um, bribes from OnlyFans. For what? Um, so, OnlyFans lawyers accidentally reveal which meta execs allegedly took bribes. Um, yeah, but what were the bribes for? Fuck. Uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> they got bribes 
to block competitors on Instagram by flagging their content as terrorism. Are there... Wait, what? Dude, OnlyFans gave Meta money so that when OnlyFans competitors posted on Instagram, um, behind-the-scenes Meta execs would flag it as terrorism. Okay. That's fucked. But I don't know why anybody like hasn't been talking about this. And they're saying Meta was taking the bribes to do that. But it was only like, OnlyFans OnlyFans has competitors? Yeah, like cam girls and stuff. Yeah, but okay, hold on. Mm. Uh OnlyFans lawyers accidentally reveal which meta execs accidentally took bribes. Oh yeah, they they uh filed the documents for court and forgot to redact the names forgot i feel like they set him up on purpose Ooh, a global conspiracy nice noting supposed inconsistencies with plaintiff's claims here how about this i'll just read it okay. um only fans owner felix international limited accidentally filed a court document that mistakenly failed to redact the names of meta employees allegedly connected to the global conspiracy because of the misstep, it has been revealed that adult entertainers have specifically accused three Meta employees of taking bribes. The employees are Nick Clegg, Mike's, Meta's vice president of global policy, Nicola Mendelssohn, vice president of the global business team, and Christian Perella, whom Yahoo Finance reported is Meta's European safety director. According to the errant court filing, which was OnlyFans' second attempt to push the court to dismiss the lawsuit, lawyers for plaintiffs suing Meta and OnlyFans received an email with the document titled, Follow the Money. Through a confidential tip line, the document allegedly shows that Phoenix wired money to Clegg, Mendelssohn, and Perella, suggesting that these were wire transferred, provided evidence that the Meta employees accepted bribes. So that's pretty crazy. Like, why would you title a document Follow the Money unless you wanted it found on purpose? It's not the smartest thing they've ever done, for sure. Yeah, they're like, remember that fucking movie Deep Throat? Or not Deep Throat, uh... What was that called? The one about the Watergate, All the President's Men? Was that it? The one sure. with Woodford and Bernstein? The, sure. Anyways, the movie about the Watergate con count, or Watergate thing? forgot words all of a sudden scandal but yeah that's what deep throat their informant said he he told them to follow the money so it's like the most obviously known this is a conspiracy line ever. wait the people being charged with this were the ones who named the document that um so it was like OnlyFans was trying to dismiss this lawsuit. Yeah. So they gave the papers of all this stuff that actually had the names on it. Yeah. That showed the wire transfers from the guy who owns OnlyFans to the meta employees. Yeah. But it was like, they're like, this is nothing. We got to dismiss this. And then it was part of the legal documents. And then, so that allowed the people who were suing them being like, yo, you guys were like fucking setting up bribes. And then they got the names. <laughs> so they just totally fucked themselves. Jesus. Do you think that was, on, that had to be on purpose, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what? Be nice to your clerks and everybody who's filing paperwork for you. Cause this is what happens. Yeah. This is like a devil wears Prada revenge theme where it's like, that's, your boss is a prick, so you accidentally forget to redact what incriminating evidence. I think that's the lesson here. It's just <laughs> be nice to people. Yeah, be nice your to name. your underlings. And then if they do, if you're nice to them and they still leak your name, then fucking go nuclear on them. Mm -hmm. Burn them to the ground. That's so it's fucked. I'm just surprised OnlyFans has fucking competitors to be. That, that was the surprising thing here for me. I'm like, who who holds a candle to OnlyFans right now? There's another company. I can't remember what it is because I'm so pure. I don't look at that stuff. But I don't even know if it's like the exact same business model they're talking about. Maybe it's just like horny girls online. 
Wouldn't TikTok pretty much be no. it? No. Are they just talking about schlutes showing their giblets on Instagram? I don't think you could show nudity on Instagram. Oh, you're right. I don't think you can. It's probably why nobody uses it anymore. Although, can you show actual nudity on TikTok? No. How is Twitter not bigger? Because you could show nudity on Twitter. Because and I know this is going to blow your mind. Yeah. There are a lot of websites that are very popular That's without right. offering nudity. What? They offer. That doesn't even make sense. They offer entertainment that isn't focused on nude bodies. You sound like the preacher <laughs> from fucking Footloose. You're like, kids, you don't have to go to these websites with nudity. You don't. There's you don't. Plenty of entertainment to be had online. You don't. Going to all yeah, the exactly. Website you don't need to look those. at some Midwestern housewives titties just to be entertained on the internet, man. There's lots <laughs> out there. There's something for everyone. <laughs> you don't need mommy milkers to have fun, guys. <laughs> Okay, can we do this Kanye West thing and then call it? Oh, yeah, sure. Dude, I I was just about to say what happened to Kanye West, but he's no, been it's not. super crazy for, like, years. Yeah, it's not. And here's the thing about Kanye West. I don't think he's crazy at all. Oh, you think this is all a ploy? I Well, okay, yes. Like, shit like taking fucking Candace Owens and wearing a White Lives Matter shirt to the... Uh, the fucking what was it like paris fashion week and shit like what did he he tweeted something about how oh, yeah. yeah the like this specifically the tweet. the tweet is nuts <laughs> i love that he it? called it in, instead of defcon 3 which is what it is it's, yeah he said defcon 3 yeah <laughs> yeah read the tweet oh, yeah. i don't want to because oh, yeah, i don't yeah. want to be yeah, accused I, of being i can't get anti-Semitic. whatever Okay, this is <laughs> Kanye West tweet. This is not me saying this. This was Kanye West. Should be good enough, right? Always got. Yeah, I, I think that. Disclaimer: <laughs> This is what Kanye West said. Yeah. Not so him. Kanye West said, tweeted, "I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going Deathcon three on Jewish people, all caps, which is wild." The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposed your agenda. All those grammar mistakes were Kanye West's. I can actually make sentences that are legible. He can't. And this, this tweet, start to finish, just wild. Here's the thing about, and like, back to my original point, Kanye West is good at getting attention mm -hmm. and he knows how to get attention and i think he knows the easiest way for anyone to market themselves right now is to be continually stoking the fires of the outrage factory and <laughs> mm, nice nice eh? I, see what you, eh? I see what you did uh, there so like when he does shit like the Candace Owens stunt and the handing, hanging out with Marilyn Manson and the fucking and now like tweeting about Jewish people, he's he's doing that. It's like it's calculated. Like, yes, he might be a little unhinged uh, mm -hmm. and he might be better served by having at least somewhat of a filter, but he knows what he's doing and he knows why he's doing it. And um. The, the other thing is that, so here's the thing about the the tweet that he yeah. got locked for. They got kicked off Twitter, booted. Is like, he didn't actually say anything critical about Jewish people. In he said he's going DeathCon 3. Okay, but that's the thing. So he threatened to go... Death yeah, when Con. I wake up, I'm going. Death Country on Jewish people. And then, so he said, when I wake up, I'm going to say bad things about Jewish people. And then he said, when, which in and of itself is probably not anti-Semitic. Yeah. Right? It, it's like a, a preamble. It's like an introduction 
tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be so anti-Semitic. So it was like, it might've been like a preemptive strike. And then he said, uh, and then he went on like this long-winded rant about how like the black people are original Jews or something. But like, he didn't actually say anything critical of the Jewish people in his tweet that he got accused of anti-Semitism for. I want to know what did Jewish people do to Kanye West? Like, is there a specific wild conspiracy thing that I would love to know about? Like, the thing is, I don't think it's Jewish people doing shit like this, like trying to blackball him and stuff. I think it's more like Illuminati or whatever groups in charge of things. And I think, honestly, I think them tricking people into saying they think it's just Jewish people is kind of like an anti-dog whistle where it's like you get yourself kicked off Twitter and then the real people pulling the strings don't get found out. Wait, well, so I think the thing is, uh, um, why, uh, I mean, one, one man's Illuminati, one man's Illuminati is another man's Jewish agenda. Well, I I didn't want to say it, but like you know, know, like it's just to all of us, there's like this boogeyman that's controlling everything, Mm -hmm. uh, and like coming after us with their agenda and trying to keep us down. And like to some, depending on your upbringing or what what you have grown to believe. I just want to interject one thing. Yeah, the one good thing Alex Jones did was he said the globalists, because that's a faceless group of people that you can't prove it is. So that it's like so instead of like. Kanye West saying I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. He should have just said the globalists because nobody yeah. knows who that is. It's just a vague group and everybody's like, yeah, there is because everybody believes there's people pulling the strings. They just don't. We can't agree on who it is. Well, it's the it's the well, no, but that's kind of a thing that's black because like a globalist is uh, by the way, I have breaking news that uh, I need to share after we get through this segment. But uh, are you a globalist now? No. Oh. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm very much a globalist because globalists are people who like support, who are in favor of a global community and they support things like free trade and free passage and like between different countries. Like that's what a globalist mm-hmm. is. Like a globalist is someone who wants a global community to exist. Yeah. So like breaking down international barriers, both for like trade and commerce and movement of people and like uh free immigration and like all these things that i'm very like i'm very much a globalist so alex jones real world economic forum right now derek (laughs) but it's like (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna get philosophical here but like i'm a big because globalists you just want the poorer countries to do all your labor and building stuff for you no that's not i want i want i you the rising tide lifts all boats so i think if we have like a big global community Mm -hmm. there won't there shouldn't be like have and have not countries there should be just a great big global village where i agree everyone everyone works stronger together and it's like the entire human race working in pursuit of a common goal which i think we will eventually get to this point when we are invaded by aliens but until (laughs) that point like we need something to unite as as people against right and like as a as a globe anyway Mm. the breaking news i wanted to get to did you see um do you remember the fucking i just want to talk about defcon for a sec first Because I, I looked up what DEFCON 3 actually was, and then I saw something funny, and if I don't get a share it, I'm going to blow up. So DEFCON, for people who don't know, is the defense conditions for the states. There's It goes DEFCON 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. One is the most on thing. So DEFCON 3 is Air Force is ready to mobilize in 15 minutes, but each DEFCON has like a term that the government would have to say. So DEFCON 5 is fade out. DEFCON 4 is double take. DEFCON 3 is roundhouse, which makes no sense to me. DEFCON 2 is fast paced. And DEFCON was cocked pistol, which I thought was funny. Oh, and I really? think it would be hilarious if the government, if Joe Biden was like, we're cocked pistol right now. We're cocked. And that's, My pistol's so cocked. That basically means nuclear war is imminent or has already My, begun. My pistol's cocked. 
So actually, right now we're at, with like the fucking shit in Ukraine. We're at DEFCON two, where next step is nuclear war. I don't think next step is nuclear. I don't think the United States is going to get involved in nuclear war. Well, technically, since we're all globalists now, if one country's in nuclear war, all countries are in nuclear war. Because it that shit just goes in the wind. Also, I don't think Russia would use nukes on... Uh, no, I don't either. On Ukraine. I think um, so tell me yeah. the breaking news. Sorry okay, to well, wait, Kanye West wasn't as funny as I thought it would be. Kanye West is is very calculated, and also his tweet wasn't anti-Semitic. It was just prefacing anti-Semitism that was going to become. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to say anti-Semitic shit tomorrow morning. But did you hear what else just got announced that Kanye West said he was going to do? What? He said he's going to buy Parler. Uh. (laughs) Which seems like a useless thing to do because it's just full of alt-right idiots and nobody well, wants like, to touch it yeah isn't parlor like hemorrhaging money right now yeah like that would be a great it. exit for the creators of parlor like if kanye west is going to pay kanye west money for it then good for the founders what if of kanye of west parlor, turns around parlor uh would you join no. parlor no and i don't think he'd be able to like even uh what's trump's fucking shit social true social Oh no! The he what is it called? Trump Social? Truth Truth Social, or yeah. is that just the company name? Truth Social. I joined Getter, but then like never looked at it. Yeah, so Truth Social is another, and that's the one Donald Trump owns, and it's not doing so shit hot either. Like apparently, yeah. Uh, the problem is, it's like they'll have one right alternative to Twitter, and then people are like, "Wait, you're gonna do one?" So they they're all like greedy, money hungry pricks. So they all just start all these like factions like there's like getter parlor truth social and they just keep starting more so they all just keep failing oh damn apparently trump went off on uh on jews on sunday morning as well what did jews do on truth social former president donald trump wrote that u.s jews have to get their act together on his social media platform truth social all right I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think like Kanye West buying Parlor. What was the fucking dumbass uh, music streaming service that like Jay Z and everyone? It was like supposed to like rival Spotify, and nobody fucking used it, and they spent like Zoom? hundreds of millions of dollars. No, what was Jay Z Plus streaming <laughs> service title? Title oh, exists like T I D A L, T I D A L, still a thing. It's a terrible name. Yeah, it's not great. Although Spotify was a terrible name too until it caught on. What is? Oh, that? never mind. Jay Z sold it to uh, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, for four hundred and thirty-five oh. million dollars. What? Ooh, I like the logo. Yeah, four diamonds. Yeah, well, why why is because it's based in it's a norwegian american subscription based music isn't spotify also based in norway i think so yeah what the fuck's up with norway do they have just have like different copyright laws and shit um i'm not actually sure or spotify was swedish i think but same thing like oh, nordic yeah. nordic countries i don't know maybe they have different uh royalty laws there um no the uh do you remember the emu girl who went viral for whatever reason this fucking wasn't it the summer she had like oh the one that was like in front of the camera and she's like don't do it i swear don't do it and what was his name leonard Uh, some like elliot or leonard or i think it was elliot she was like don't do it elliot i swear to my and it was like this weird thing where it was like just just stop doing what you're doing but it was like she called him by a name and he kept like getting in the way and it was like yeah the whole so she had shit. a thread where uh apparently the uh her like bird farm was regularly getting invaded by like wild fucking geese or something and they brought avian flu that like wiped out like 99 percent of the birds on her farm so she did like this thread about how all these birds were dying and the emu was really sick 
uh, and might not get better. And then uh, people did some digging and found out that she's super racist and has a very, she got milkshake ducked. That's uh, so ironic because she birds, loves birds. When all her birds died from avian flu. So I just wanted to uh, make sure everyone was uh, was aware of that. The irony. The irony. So fun. I just, like, how did they find out she was racist? Did she just have, know. she was just like, I. well, emus are black, so why would she have a black bird? Wouldn't she, like, stick to ostriches? Racist emu lady. How did they find this out? Racist. Uh... She just, like. Uh, uh, Did she go Deathcon three on? She, she went to... Sorry, racist emu lady. I'm gonna oh, and she was it. kissing. Wait, what's her? Oh, Emmanuel, not Elliot. Oh, I was gonna say that's a weird name, but it's biblical, so that makes a lot of sense. She was kissing her sick bird on the on the mouth. Oh. Uh, which apparently is super bad because avian flu can jump from birds to people pretty easily. Oh yeah, uh, I think I saw something about that, like a zoo zootropic virus. And somebody was like, This is how it jumps. If you're kissing a bird on the mouth, which why would you do that anyways? You mean the beak? The the it's still <laughs> a mouth, isn't it? Yeah, even but if it's, it's a beak. A beak. Because they don't have birds have mouths. Wait, dude, emus would be the terriblest kissers because they don't have lips. Yeah, zing. There's another dad joke for you. Need some work. I'll come back next week with a good bird. Let's let's workshop it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go to the hospital to visit my kid. Yeah, say hi to him for me. Thanks for joining, everybody. Uh, Thanks, Internet. Sorry if we got in the weeds and forgot what we were talking about. When I'm we not sorry for that at all. It's good to be back and just ramble about fucking shit. There was one oh, more shit. Thing Am I, I breaking up? Say... No, you're good. Am I breaking up? No, you're good. There's one thing I wanted to say, but I can't remember. Ah, oh, whatever. We'll save it for next week. Yeah, anyways. Cool. Cool. Thanks, cool. Internet. Thanks for uh, coming back. Hey, thanks for, ha- thanks for having me back. It's Good always to be so here. much smoother with you. I don't think that's true. Because <laughs> even when, because it's like I can like get lost and on a tangent, and you kind of remember what we're talking about. But I always feel like, I always feel like when we have a guest, I'm steering the ship, and I'm always like kind of a little uncomfortable because I'm like, I just don't want to be in charge. Yeah, and I oh, think yeah. they're uncomfortable because they're a guest, and they're like, "Well, I'm not going to bring this guy back on topic." <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you to all of our guests. You did uh, admirable work, and thanks to you, Dale. Uh, and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I just got a text from the hospital that my child is ready for a feed. So okay, cool. Uh, until next week, stay angry. <laughs>